Good morning, Pilgrim. There's been a change in the weather. Yoo-hoo! Did you have some rain yesterday? Or this night? Last night? And in some places it's still raining, I think. So today's weather, what is it going to be like? Well, in Matfors, it's going to be 23, no rain, and cloudy, then sunny. In Brunflo, it's only going to be 19 degrees. What a change from yesterday. No rain and also cloudy, then sunny in the afternoon. Undersjöker, 19, a grey morning, partly cloudy in the afternoon. And at Medstugan, right on the border, a bit of rain early, 16 degrees and then cloudy. The rain won't do much for the fire danger, so don't forget to download the app I mentioned the other day. Check out our blog at slowtravel.se for more information. So today we're, we have a visitor. Now I'm not sure uh, where he is. <laughs> I sent him an invite, but I can't see him. So. So, Ruben, uh, did you get the invite? Let's see if it's coming on. This is this part is like walking the trail. You have no idea what's gonna what's gonna be there at, behind the hill. Anything could happen. And so uh, this morning, well, I didn't tell you it was Ruben, did I? I said one of the most uh, important people from the trail is going to be here a real resource without him okay ruben can hear me i'm gonna send him the the link again i'm gonna copy it done and send him the invitation and we see Gonna work. I'm sorry for for this little mishap. Hopefully, we'll get there in the end. Why don't we listen to uh, Sofia Salin's Gong Lot? while we're waiting.
Hi, Ruben. Hey. Well, these things happen. <laughs> I had to use a telephone. I was sitting behind my computer, so that oh, was the, that know? was the problem. I take a note. <laughs> I take a note. You have to use a phone. Yes. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have you here. You're one of the most important people on the trail. Uh, yeah. So you so you said uh, I didn't know about that, but it was cool. Oh, Ruben, Ruben here, Ruben there. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Right. Um, well, my name is Ruben. I'm uh, Dutch, so I'm from the Netherlands, and uh, I used to live in Sweden, right along the trail, uh, for a couple of years ago, uh, and I got involved in the development of the trail uh, right in the beginning, so 2013. Um, and as a part of the development, uh, I was I was uh, in a PR team. I walked a trail myself uh, as a test. Um, and that, uh, on YouTube, you you filmed. Yeah, they asked me if I could make. Uh, asked me, I, I I asked them if I could make a video blog every day, and it's still there on on, on the YouTube. Yeah, and, and uh, needs to go and have a look. Yeah, it's it's like sh short videos of every hike, like a two three minute video, and it gives you a good impression of what you can expect exactly. of the trail. Yeah, if you don't want if you don't want it to be a surprise, uh, if you need a, a little comfort to see what it's like, you should go and and check out Ruben. Uh, is where where exactly on YouTube? Uh, it's on the YouTube channel of uh, of Saint Olavsleden, like the official Saint uh, uh, Olavsleden YouTube uh, channel. It's also on my channel, uh, but it's it's their videos. Yeah. So it's and and you can probably find it on the website as well. I'm not sure about that. Mm. Um, so anyway, so I got involved in 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 the marketing and development of the route, and then uh, because I walked it, I thought, well, perhaps I can help other people as well who have questions. And I asked the project leader uh, at the time uh, if I could do that because it was a bit strange, perhaps, to start a company after just walking it <laughs> for the project. But he said, "No, no, no. We we need companies." Uh, so at the time, I had a bed and breakfast in Rievsund, um, so between Yellow and 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 Pilgrimstad, uh, uh, and I just started a little company, Nordic Pilgrim, and. Uh, the first year, 2014, I had four people uh, uh, who, who I helped with their planning and booking. And this year, I have 130 people that I'm helping with their trip. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, we, well, we met one of your, your guests yesterday, Cody. Yeah. And I, I saw her, uh, the, the papers you, I didn't read them. <laughs> Don't worry. Mm. So no, no worries. You, you had uh, you had real notes there, so she wouldn't have any problems uh, finding her way. So, no, it's 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 most because uh, my, my my customers, which is perhaps a little bit of a dirty word, but the pilgrims I help are mostly from the Netherlands, mm -hmm. and uh, a, a big part of the group are women that walk on their own. Yeah. So sometimes uh, when you live in the Netherlands, uh, you know, working on your own can be a bit tricky sometimes, and, mm -hmm. and sometimes they find it tricky to do it in another country as well. So I help them with with uh, planning and then also on their way with support if they want to. So uh, they can reach me twenty four seven through an app, 
Uh, and if they get lost, I can see with location sharing where they are. Yeah. So it's all, all doing from the Netherlands, but it, it works very, very yeah. well. So do you have any story you want to tell? I'm sorry. Uh, well, uh, I've been doing this for nine years now, yeah. but the the one pilgrim that always uh, sticks uh, is in my mind, and a pilgrim that I still am in contact with is is um, is a woman from Chicago, Barb. Uh, she was eighty years old when she walked the trail wow. for the first time. Um, okay. Yeah, because uh, she was doing everything on herself, uh, carrying her own luggage, and, and but she uh, ended up in Brekke, and it was just too tough. And then she found about found out about me, uh, so I helped her with the second stage. And then the, the one or two years after that, uh, she said, "I want to do it again, um, but in one uh, stretch with your help." And then she took her niece with her, and then also her son as well. So she walked the whole trail two times uh last time she was 80 year, 82 years old uh and i'm still in contact with her and she is she was incredible and so positive and enjoying and i still get a message like every three four months that she says she was think, thinking about the trail again so she, is she planning to come back i don't think so uh i've been developing some other uh, routes as well in finland and, and norway and she was oh i'm thinking about finland but I talked with her son as well, and he said, no, she's, she's not in good shape at the moment. So I don't think so, unfortunately. It's just a dream. But it's yeah. a good, good thing to, to, to still have dreams. Yeah, and, and to see that, that the trail has been so so important for her that she yeah. still thinks about it every well every week or so. Well, you, you yourself, I think I read somewhere that you changed. You didn't know you would, but no. you did. Now, uh, because when I started the walk, I didn't know anything about this Olaf guy. Uh, and I was not really a hiker, so I was really unprepared. All right. um, uh, but uh, doing this hike uh, really changed me. Uh, I don't know in what, which way exactly. But when I return to the trail, uh, which I do often, I, mm -hmm. I still f get emotional uh, at certain places, for example. Yeah. Uh, even though it's been ten, 10 years, I still get emotional. So it, 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 yeah, it does something to you. I don't know exactly what. Uh, yeah. Perhaps it made me a bit of a softer person. I, I don't know, more humble probably. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not spiritual at all, but um, mm -hmm. it does something to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Yeah. So uh, are you coming back this summer? Uh, no, uh, well, at the end of the summer, probably, but not to the St. Olofsdale, but to another route in Norway. Okay. Uh, because, uh, well, like I said, it's a really small company that I have. Uh, I'm yeah. running it basically on my own, so a little bit with my girlfriend who walked us on the route in Finland. Mm -hmm. And we're looking into new ways to, to, to develop uh, routes in, in, in Scandinavia, pilgrim routes. Um, uh, my other company uh, here in the Netherlands is a small bed and breakfast, but but it burned down three years ago. So wow. we, we're still in the real rebuilding phase. So we can uh, focus uh, only on, on the pilgrim uh, routes, uh, which so is also the best we, job. <laughs> are you in the countryside? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Up in the north of, of the Netherlands. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I found something out yesterday that we were at, Tommy Nordbads. Yeah. Famous Tommy. There's another important person. Yeah, he's one of the best. Yeah. 
and he's very humble too. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you were his first guest. Yeah, that's what he always says. Uh, uh, yeah, it's incredible. I, don't, I, I, I think it's incredible that I was his first, but he says so. And I still remember our meeting, uh, even though it was 10 years ago, because I walked past this place and then he uh, asked me, uh, he called to me uh, and, and asked me to, co- to come back. And then we had a little bit of fika. And uh, that was the be- beginning of his, uh, his uh, pilgrim, uh, pilgrim hobby. <laughs> Pilgrim hobby. <laughs> it's more like a job now, probably, because he's he's incredible. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, yeah, I asked him. So, what is it gonna be like when there are three thousand coming? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he didn't know. We suggested that maybe he, he needs to bring in some uh, youngsters to help. <laughs> nah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna do it. He did. He I he didn't uh, talk to us on, on the pod because he oh. prefers his wife to speak English. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, Tommy, he's, he's, he's really important because it's just how many kilometers, five or seven or something uh, uh, from the start. Yeah. And it's a really welcoming first day for people. So um, I think it's incredible what he does and I think it's really important what he does as well. Absolutely, really. But how, how many did you say? 3,000 people? I don't know. 8,000? No, I don't think there will be that many. No, uh, no uh, put the Eberhus in charge yes. of the big project. It says, uh, by the end of this project, uh, in, well... In three years? Yeah, 2025. He hopes there will be 3,000. Okay. And then they're aiming for 10,000 in 2030. Yeah. So well, it's going to be a big change. It's going to be a big change for the trail if instead of because yesterday we we were driving uh, along the trail and we didn't see a lot of pilgrims um no um although uh, there are quite a lot on their way probably uh, perhaps you were just unlucky um i, I don't know uh, last year how many were last year i don't really remember perhaps five six hundred sorry okay well put this as about thousand <laughs> 1,000 last year, okay. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, not everybody starts in, in Selongar. Uh, a lot no. of people start in Östersund or even just the last part because when you want to have your, your Olaf uh, uh, you know, uh, letter, you only have to do the last 100 kilometers, which is a shame, uh, I think, um, mm-hmm. because uh, doing the whole route uh, is, is part of the experience. So exactly. if you can't really do the whole route, you can split it up in, in several years, which is something a lot of people do, actually. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but, but I know at least of, I don't know, 20 people on their way at this moment as we speak. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, like five of them uh, uh, came to Strondheim yesterday, I think. Okay, well, that's good because I need people to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> For the part since I... Uh, since I said I would do this every morning, so now it's just a struggle to find people. Yeah, it's incredible. Every morning is quite, you know, you're quite ambitious. Well, there's a couple of Australia that starts walking today. They arrived in Ceylonger uh, yesterday evening, so they start their hike today. Yeah, I'll catch them when they get to Brekke. Then we'll, yeah. then we'll find out a bit about their journey. Yesterday we met with Cody and... Yeah we talked about what she was expecting for, for her journey. Uh, but what she did was 
is really smart. She's biking for three days. Yeah, yeah. I heard your I heard your uh, talk with her. Um, uh, yeah, it's incredible what she does. Uh, she she starts with four or three days uh, on bike bicycle, but it, that's quite a lot of hassle to organize because uh, the bikes that I work uh, they come from uh, a town further up the road, so they have to be transported, and then they have to be transported back when she's finished biking. So it's quite a lot of hassle for the people renting out the bikes. But that's something we can develop better in the future, probably. Yeah, we talked to Anders Leander, yeah. uh, who's the, the husband of Shastin Leander. Yeah. And uh, he told us about that. And he said that it's not a problem and they, that you can even uh, take the bike uh, to Åre. That's not yeah, a problem. Yeah, yeah. Send it back uh, with the train. So, yeah, it's something that should be developed. So, so more more bikers on the on the trail. Yeah, because the, 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 the trails mostly overlap. There are just a couple of stretches that are different. But most of the trail is, is also for bikes. Yeah. And if you... I mean... Not everyone has a month to spare no. <laughs> to do the trail. So if you only have a well, how long? How long would it take to bike the whole thing? Well, think? if you talk to Tommy, <laughs> he does it in one week, which oh, yeah. I think is crazy. But he does yeah. it like every couple of years. <laughs> he, uh, he, he has a very important uh, role, so he can't be away from uh, Giselosen for for more than a week. No, that's true. That's true, and he goes quite fast. Um, how long would you, I don't know, if you wanted, difficult to say, I think between 10 and 14 days, probably something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I hope uh, we're not going to have any electric bikes along the path. No. That's going to no. be too much, too fast. It's, yeah, it's and also, also then you have the uh, charging uh, points and that makes it uh, yeah, more difficult. But, you know, you never know. Uh, mostly, I, I think personally, I like uh, because when I walked the route, I biked myself for one day because yeah. I had a meeting with a journalist, and I liked the uh, the walking better. But that's something that's a personal preference because I like to take it slow because then you can really see the environment and meet with the people. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not a biker, so if you're a biker, you probably like biking. You're not best. a biker, and you're from Holland. What's yeah, that? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> everybody has a bike here. That's true. You don't like pancakes either? Uh, I do, actually. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I remember the poffertjes when I was a kid. The what? Poffertjes. Poffertjes. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. The small pancakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're good. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> uh, so, um, how, so, how many pilgrims would you say you've helped through the years? Uh, well, it would be... Uh, close to i don't know 800 or something like that yeah so you pretty much know what 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 they like them what what they thought wasn't that good do you have anything to share with us well the, the thing with this route is that uh, uh what some people sometimes forget is that there's also a large part asphalt tarmac which is mm. can be quite tough on the on the on the feet Mm -hmm. uh, especially uh, uh, after Ore, they, they, they're going to change that uh, in the near future, uh, that it will be more uh, 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 forest roads. But yeah. it, can be, it can be quite tough on the feet. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing that you have to keep in mind. Another thing is that um, 
some people, especially from the Netherlands, they have like a really romantic idea about Sweden that is like really small villages with nice little cafes and oh, squares. No. And, and then I said, no, 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 that's not, that's not it. Um, it will be mainly you on your own and the villages, uh, they're nice and uh, inviting, but there are no lovely cafes. It's not Italy. It's not, you know. <laughs> Um, so, the, um, oh, well, there are lovely cafes. Yeah, but, but you have to look for them. Um, and they're not always open. No, no, no. Well, that's something as well that uh, things that are not open, like churches. A lot of people yeah. want to go inside the churches. I think, uh, there's going to be a change during this uh, project. Uh, the churches are going to be open at okay. some point so that's going to be a big change i think it's important though it's a pilgrim trail so yeah. the church should be open but yeah. you have uh, so you don't want to miss Ore because they're open eight in the morning till eight in the evening so you don't want to miss that no it's incredible how they do it they just hang the the key outside the door and you can take the key and open the door yourself it's i think it's incredible yeah, especially since there are other places like, no, we don't want to do it. We yeah. can't trust people. Well, if they can trust people in Åre, they can trust <laughs> anywhere. Well, in the, in the place where I used to live in Rilsund, they had uh, some problem with people stealing stuff from the church. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was more difficult to get into the church over there. Yeah. So, so, so those are probably a couple of things. And then, um, well, the weather conditions, because I had a pilgrim that started in May. And uh, a guy from Switzerland, and he had uh, like sun and sunburn, and the other and the other day had a snowstorm in the mountains. He's so, from Switzerland, so yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so the weather conditions can like change very quickly and be very extreme. And uh, when I lived there myself, I had midsummers that were colder than Christmas. So you, you never know what the weather is going to do. And I think it's really good that you mention the weather on the top of your program every time. Because it's really important. Well, the last few days there wasn't any point because sunny, too hot. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's changing. We're gonna have some more pleasant weather next week, and then it's gonna change from from Seelonger to Åre. Like I, I went to Åre just a few weeks ago, and it was it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was snowing and the wind. Oh, and I. I I drove by uh, a few uh, pilgrims just sitting there by the road <laughs> yeah. before, before they got to order, you know, the big uh, mountain you have yeah. to get. And they were sitting there and they look, they look terrible, but they waved because they got used to, you need to wave to everybody. <laughs> yeah, and up. still a pilgrimage, uh, pilgrimage has to be a little bit of suffering as well, perhaps not too yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit. Uh, I, I had the same when I walked it in, in Norway because uh, I started in May and it was also 30 degrees. Uh, but when I came to Norway, uh, the camera that I was filming with broke down and my computer broke down and it started to rain. Um, and then I had like a mental a little dip. Uh, but I think that's part of the trip as well, especially when you walk one month on your own, you probably will have some some dips. Yeah, that's where I think uh, maybe it would be good if the churches were uh, open and maybe there would be someone there you could talk to. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's yeah. something that that I did for, for my little company. That's not something I do commercially, but uh, I made contact with a, a, a pilgrim a therapist here in the, here in the Netherlands. Yeah, uh, I saw that. 
That's, and she's yeah so people can reach her if they want to um directly not through me but directly and they can talk uh before they leave but also during or after so that's something that so, i hope people will do if you're dutch you should really take yeah. advantage of that yeah maybe even english speaking yeah she's thinking about that i don't think a lot of people will will do it especially the first year but it's something i i think is really important because last year i had people uh, breaking down mentally and emotionally along the trail uh, while well, one 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 person and that's not something i can help her with it's not something i'm educated for so yeah. that's why i asked this therapist to to help out and i think it's really important to keep in mind yeah great you're finding solutions mm. the problems yeah so mm. uh, so is that the worst incident you've had with your girlfriend? um Nobody yeah, got well, yeah, the, last year was this woman, she uh, she heard about a bear in the forest because last year there was a bear encounter, which is quite unique because that really never happens. Uh, but that happened, she heard about it and only the, the hearing about it triggered something in her that uh, I don't know what happened, but something from the past probably. Mm -hmm. uh, luckily, I was uh, over there and I was in the region, so I picked her up and I drove her to the train station. But she couldn't continue her trip, um, mm. so that that's that was quite tough on her. And the other thing, I had a pilgrim that um, went for a horse, horseback riding one day, and she fell off the horse and broke her foot. So that, those are the two most extreme examples of pilgrim pilgrims. That's not too bad. So you you mean that uh, like when you leave uh, uh, Lombok Stugona and 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 that part of the trail, and you head into the woods, mm -hmm. the great big woods uh, forest uh, before Breke. You mean mm -hmm. it's not there's there's not bears everywhere? No, 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 no. Well, uh, later on, uh, I find out that there was a hunter that uh, that just threw in uh, discarded meat in the forest, and there was a bear coming to the meat, and I think that's forbidden to do actually. Um, mm -hmm. So there was a bear with a cup uh, that was seen on the trail uh, by a, a, a pilgrim that I helped actually, and she called me. You know, she she said, "Well, there's a bear on the trail. What should I do?" Um, so, but it, you 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 won't ever see a bear. But this was quite a unique example because of the well, the whole meat situation. But that's you probably not will uh, you won't see a bear on your on your trip now. Maybe a moose. Yeah, I got a video yesterday from a pilgrim that saw a couple of mooses. Uh, mooses, or what is it? Oh, Plural? Yeah, one moose, several mooses. Two mooses? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so she sent me a video about um, of, of a couple of mooses she saw. She was really happy. That was between uh, Reuden and Waplan. Oh, all right. So in, in more. Uh, more there's more people living there so yeah yeah and less forest so more hills so probably yeah. you can see them better yeah yeah oh that's cool well i live in brecke and we got plenty of moose around here yeah i know i know brecke was yeah i've been there a, a lot yeah well this was a nice conversation and you you told me that you might want to come back at sure Times. Yeah, because uh, yeah. like you, I'm in contact with a lot of people along the trail, and perhaps I can, uh, you know, help out sometimes with an update or new information about things happening along the trail, or uh, yeah, warnings or positive developments. I can always uh, 
will help you out if you want to. Yeah, I would love that uh, to have you back and with little tips and tricks. Sure. Uh, what not to miss uh, and how to and how to uh, not uh, get lost. No, that's really <laughs> so important. You had, do you have have you had any calls about? Oh my goodness, Ruben, I I can't find a trail anymore. Yeah, there was was one uh, last year. There was a a girl from uh, Taiwan actually that I helped out. Right. And it was on day one that she sent me a picture of a of a of a tree, and she said, "Which way should I go?" And I said, "Okay, but this is just a tree. I don't know. I can't see anything from the the, the picture." Uh, but it was her first day, so she was a bit, you know, I don't know, uh, uh, still finding her way. Um, but a lot of chat apps like WhatsApp or Telegram, they have a, a location sharing, so so she used that from from day two. But just sending a picture of a tree. <laughs> Uh, was really funny, um, <laughs> but it didn't really help. Uh, but no, uh, so uh, usually there's no problem with finding the way because the signages are very good, and then you have your maps, and there's a, there's a GPS file as well, which is is old, so it's not quite up to date, but it's mm -hmm. there to download for people. Yeah. Um, and if the, and I can help as well. Uh, I'm not just helping out my pilgrims. If people have questions, they can always reach me, and I can uh, take a look. That's great. Well, we're going to leave uh, uh, our listeners with the, the bells from Nidarus Duman. And um, to you, I say, well, um, we'll talk again real soon. Yeah, we'll talk again. All right. Good luck with everything. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. Happy midsummer. You too. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye bye everyone. See here. See you tomorrow.